Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. So the uh, California fire is still going on and so much going on. Um, they, they said 7,700 homes now. Oh, is that the number it's Total, up to? Yeah. Oof. And there's another fire started. Uh, I know this morning they mentioned there's something down in Southern California. Like, we're talking about it. It could happen in San Diego. I don't even know if it's big. Right. But it was on the news early this morning saying that something started down there. Uh, Pink's husband is making headlines. Apparently their house um, has been threatened. I don't think it burned Isn't down. He a, he's a skater guy, right? Or a dirt bike rider? One of those. Harry Hart? Harry Hart. BMX. Yeah. BMX? Yeah. Well, he, is, he has stated that any looters, anybody coming near their house, will be shot on sight. So, uh, that, very, very strong words, but making it clear. The minute you say shot you're not coming into my house. I automatically start singing the Tesla song. Signs. Oh, really? <laughs> You'll be shot on sight? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, the former motocross star declared he would defend their properties affected by the Woolsey fire. Um, while, you know, many, many are fighting flames, they said. But, I mean, so I guess he's in his. And, and by the way, there's more than just him. Of course. But there's a, a, a dozen gun-wielding men that are called the PDC Posse, and oh they're looking God. as well. What? Yeah, I had how me, does it work? You had me until you called yourself a posse. Now well, I, they have a sign, and they I, put it on on uh, Instagram. Now I laugh at you. Looters will be shot on sight. Right. I, uh, Monica, after Hurricane Superstorm Sandy hit here, Roger and I, after one of our shows, decided to start driving around into neighborhoods that we knew were wrecked oh, so we can so really understand what we were <clears throat> talking about when we got on the air the next yeah. day. Yeah. And there, those signs were on plywood in front of more houses than I could count. Yep. Looters will be shot. Looters yeah. will be killed. Wow. Yeah. You know, you loot. Oh, they were serious. Like, you loot, you die. Like, that stuff was everywhere. And driving by in the car, they'd look up and just look. And yep. see what who you are in the car and what's going on if you're slowing down, if you're not. Like, right away, they're on defensive because... It's like maybe a guy is at his house and his family's not there. He's just there to protect his house and try to clean it up before his wife and kids have to come back. That kind of stuff. Right. And they were having none of it. It was that big of a problem? Um, they were, I, think, I, I think in their mind, um, right. it was the one thing they can do. And they felt, they, I'm sure they it, it felt open f- to it. Right. Right? They felt totally uh, without like, any okay, help. Vulnerable. There was no, no, no police in the area. They're not going to get any help at the right. moment. Vulnerable, is a, vulnerable. Is, a, is, a great way to, is a great word for it. And... That was the one thing, like, they have left. Like, I, the, all I have left is the stuff in that house. Yeah. And I'll be damned if I'm just going to roll over and let everybody take right. it. Like, and as nobody a, around as to a, help It's you. like, you know, as a man, it's your job to protect your family and protect your home and all that other kind of stuff, you know? So that's what uh, Pink's husband said. And so uh, what can you, obviously, if someone, you catch someone breaking physically, into your the front door of your house or a window. Cal- I don't know the I, laws in California. It varies. From I would state think you could defend your stuff. I would think, but you know, what if you see people looting your neighbor's house? Are you allowed to go? I mean, I don't think you can just go shoot people. No, you can't. You probably have to call the cops. But even if they, even if they break into your house, you have to feel. Th- I know, is it New York or Florida? I know in New York you have to, the like the threat of. 
Is it a you, breaking the threshold feel, or something? Yeah, but you also have to feel threatened. Because, like, if they're like in your house. Like thing. Yeah, because, like, if they're in your, just because they're in your house, you can't shoot them. Like, if they're in your house, but they're walking out and you shoot them, oh, yeah, yeah. then you so can get popped for that. underground situation, yeah. Yeah, but it's different. I mean, in Florida, it's, you know, easier to kill somebody than it is here as far as, like, if they break into you. As we don't have the stand your ground thing. We're supposed to just right. be victims in New York. Right. Like, I could be in my house at the top of the stairs of my house. Like, it faces the front door. So I'm on the second floor, and if someone comes through the door, I can't necessarily shoot the guy Not if, A, he's not armed. Right. And doesn't pose a threat. Well, why Correct. would you want to shoot him if he doesn't pose a threat? Because he broke into my house and my family's in there. Get out of my house. Call 911. And, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. Monica, well, and now he starts you... coming up the stairs. Right. Now I feel threatened. Now we got something. Do but you... if he comes across the door, you can't just shoot him because he came across the door. Originally, I thought a long time ago that that might be the law. But you have to, you know, a, a guy was shot. I think. I think the case we thought about was a guy who was shot and was, like, laying across a window or a doorway or something. And it's hard to prove, like, if he was on his way in, on his way out, if he had crossed the threshold. But you have to be, yeah, you have to be threatened, I guess. So I'm wondering, in a situation like this, though, these are ex extreme situations where whole neighborhoods are burned out and a guy's there defending his house, you know, or maybe there's one or two houses in the area. Like, at what point are you allowed, they say looters will be shot on site. How does that work? You know, how do you have to determine and be sure someone's a looter? They have to be going in your house. I mean, that's that's like a tricky situation, but I think JP called it right. People feel vulnerable, and they're defending their what they've got left, which isn't much. Right. And they they just don't want to lose that, too, I guess. And I'm sure, again, I'm sure Carrie Hart's not the only one who said or put that out there, mm. but because his name is, he is who he is, the media goes and runs with it. And, they, and some media will treat him as, like, somebody, a man who's doing right by his home, and some mm. media will paint him as... Happening. <laughs> Apparently, they already have the soundtrack for the breaking. <laughs> Who knew? Red's microphones are there live. Well, I think that'll teach anybody from breaking into his house. How about that? <laughs> yeah. They're very rich. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> They're elephant rich, which is a step above tortoise rich. Right. <laughs> you see? <laughs> that is very rich. It's, so, not, it's not true. I'm richer than pink. <laughs> Are you? Didn't you discover her? When, weren't you the one who... I got an elephant tortoise. <laughs> and, and elephant titus. One of you... <laughs> you have, so you have giant nuts? <laughs> you want to see them? <laughs> no, I'm good, thanks. Thanks, That's We didn't know that, but it's a new personal uh, fact now that is out in the open for Bone listeners. I showed him to Galvin this morning for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Galvin. It's my elephant know. nuts. <laughs> I did not know. Bob on line one, what's up? Mm. Hey, how you doing, guys? Great. Hey. Good, Bob. Um, I used to work in uh, D.C. and uh, dealt with the uh, Secret Service and a lot of police officers. I worked in a bicycle mm. shop, and we... We uh, fixed their bicycles, and um, I had this similar conversation about uh, not necessarily stand your ground, but if someone breaks into your home, mm. what are you allowed to do or whatever? And the, both the Secret Service and the police told me if they break into your home, they are coming in there expecting for someone to be home, and there's, that's a violent act, breaking into your hmm. home. 
it, it's how, considered violent. So you are threatened as soon as they come in the house. How can they? But but you, he just said they, they just said that they're assuming someone's home. Wouldn't somebody break into a house assuming there isn't somebody home? Not necessarily. I mean, if I mean, not, homes, right? But but then in that case, that's not so violent. If you think nobody's home, ooh, I didn't mean it. I was just going to say some stuff. I don't want to run into anybody. You know what I mean? Well, you got. But they're saying as soon as well, someone breaks in, you can shoot them. I I do understand that, and I, but hmm. it, my thing is, it, it always assume there's someone home. I mean, just because like like one of the things the guy said is if your car's parked in the driveway, you know, and they break into your home when there's a car parked in the driveway, mm -hmm. you have every right to put them down. You know? Wow, so, because they assume someone home went in anyway. Okay, right. But I mean, they're they're breaking into a home first and foremost. That's a illegal. And it's it's a it's a aggressive act breaking into a home. That's, right. Uh, that's not like picking something, taking someone out of some the back of someone's truck or something like that. Right. That's, you're breaking into a home. Right. So if that's that's just my personal opinion, and I mm. wanted to share with you, like that's what the Secret Service and uh, a lot of the police said that I talked to in DC right, right. said. So and you know DC's a not a very happy. Uh, Second Amendment states. Or, oh, it's a high crime area, isn't it? It's an extremely high crime area. A lot of shootings? And, uh, a lot of shootings. Like, uh, just west of us, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I mean, you hear about it. Oh, there we go. Out of time. Bob, thank you. Wear the playoff badge of honor. <laughs> I always wonder how soon they realize that they're no longer talking to you guys. You know what I mean? Like, is he still talking? Like after the music has really yeah. drowned him out. Yeah, does he still, keep going? <laughs> Badge of honor, Bob. There you go. Uh, quick call. James, the line two, then we should really go to a Let's break. Let's do it all again. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I don't know how it relates to about the house, but um, back when I was eight years old, I lived in Brooklyn on, uh, in tenement buildings, and I remember my pops worked nights, and one day this guy, drug addict, used to live in that same apartment. He started slamming on a door trying to break into our apartment, and mm. my mom grabbed my dad's gun out of the drawer and cracked the door open, put the chain on the door and cracked the door open and said, Chris, you better get out of here or I'll shoot you, and she already called the cops. But when the cops showed up, the cop, I remember him telling my mom, listen, you can shoot him, but after you shoot him, you drag him halfway in this doorway before you call us. Right. <laughs> That's what he and said to her? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He said you. You can. She said I was going to shoot him, and he said you can shoot him, but you make sure yeah. before we show up, you drag him halfway in this apartment. And oh. hey, in fact, they found a guy O O D like uh, under the stairway. Uh, you know, right. Oh, right. Here, but it was. That was pretty crazy, man. Because Monica, if if you shoot him outside, right, you have oh. he's got to have bro, he's got to have been in the house before you can shoot him. You can't if, tell that with a in. streak of blood or anything. I mean, the cops don't care. Oh my he God. fell and slid in. Right. I don't know. Exactly. Oh <laughs> Who knows? Halfway in the door. <laughs> yeah. Ex exactly. The right. Because the cops don't want. The cops know that you're a law-abiding citizen, and that he's a skell who sure. is breaking into your house. So they're just saying, "Listen, shoot him next time. Just make sure he's in the house." Wow. Yeah. He should have said that they better. Don't wanna, like, let him break through the door and then shoot him. Because they don't want to prosecute the law-abiding citizen. They want to, you know. And they also don't want to have to arrest that guy again. They'd rather him be dead. <laughs> Just paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. All right, there you go. A couple good lessons in there, too, Monica. This is a really good learning day, isn't it? Thanks for this stuff. I don't even, <laughs> why would you, anybody ever think of this? We huh. are so learning today. <laughs> Different kind of school, but I'm down. Is it different? We, yeah. co we covered law. It's like street we school. We covered religion. Mm. 
Huh. How do you like that? Well, Thank you, John Sterling. <laughs> Roger JP, it's the Bowen Real Raw Radio. Son of a Monkey Killer is on line three. And oh. He's always entertaining. Oh, hey. What's going on, Monkey Killer? There he is. Gentlemen, lady, Matt. how y'all doing? Well, good. A man with worldwide experience being, uh, right. your life was traveling around the world with your dad being a diplomat, right? Is that in a nutshell? Correct. Correct. Yes. So After tell that, us. I joined the service, and I mean, I just kept traveling. I lived overseas most of my life. But yeah, that's basically hmm. the breakdown. I was All trying right. to get into the whole castle doctrine. You're allowed to pop a guy in your house. You know what I mean? And like, oh, the, yeah. the, the caller prior to me broke it down. I've heard law, I've heard law enforcement tell me as well. Drag him in. <laughs> Right. Shoot him and drag him in the house, man. <laughs> as long as they're in the house, it looks like they broke it in, and they they want to arrest the bad guy. They don't want to arrest the good people. They want to arrest. Oh, they want. You know, they want to take the bad people to justice, not the good people. So if the looters cross uh, through the door or don't cross through the door, you want to end up with them inside. So looters can be shot on sight. I guess is what as we're talking as, about. If they're about to break into your house or are breaking into your house. Doctrine as part of California law. You know, I'm not positive. I'm not a lawyer. You know what I mean? I'm not positive as part of Florida law, but I've heard it said. Yeah, Roger and I aren't anyway, positive I a, about I anything. So, a story for you guys today, man. If you want one, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so when we were there, I think it was my first year. I was ten or eleven. Uh, Indira Gandhi was assassinated. Her Sikh bodyguards lit her up, shot her like thirty-five times or something. Wow. So, and they were the they were Sikhs, you know, the guys with the turbans. Right. Mm -hmm. So for the next, I would say, ten days, all of New Delhi went absolute. Oh man, I almost cursed. Went absolutely ape. Ape crazy, yeah. <laughs> all right, and they killed pretty much every Sikh they could find. Wow, my next door and, and they were burning them and everything. It was it was no joke. My next door neighbor was a Sikh, an awesome guy. He was he, he was friendly with my parents. We'd eat at each other's houses and stuff. And he was a real big dude, proud guy. My my dad was telling him, dude, because Sikh's last name is Singh, S I N G H. That's okay. That's typical. Now, they may have other last names, but a guy with a last name Singh is a Sikh in India. Okay. Okay. And it's it's out there, at, and, you know, there's a little gate in the front of the house. Anyway, my dad's telling him, dude, cover your sign. Stay in the house. Just, you know, keep yourself safe. And the, the yeah. dude was like, no chance, man. Puts on a bright red turban and standing out in front of his house. And uh, they came down the street, shot him, and lit him on fire right in front of us. Are you kidding? Nope. What? You think as he's bleeding out in front of his house, it'd be like the white man was right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, he wished he listened to my dad. <laughs> yeah. Was he uh, like defending his house? Did he at least have a weapon? No. Nope. He was a proud man and wasn't going to be intimidated by the mobs of millions of people with with guns, and there were even cops getting in on it. Serious. I mean, it was the whole that city. You could see it was the whole city was burning. It was unbelievable, man. Crazy. And you witnessed it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How old were you? School. They canceled school. I was 10 or 11. They canceled school. What? You couldn't get across the city. You know what I mean? The whole city was, like, raging on fire. And, right. Yeah. But so you saw a guy shot on. and lit on fire. Yeah. Right right in the street, right in front of the house. Yeah. So oh, as, as, a, as a diplomat's kid, you just went to an Indian public school? Like, they don't do schooling for the, the diplomat's kids that are at the... Embassy yeah, separate school. The, the school is called AES, American Embassy School. Oh. Okay. But it was like all all embassies basically sent their kids. It was a huge school, and it was it was a super international school where you just had people from mm. from all over the world. One of my best friends was from Lebanon, and you know what I mean. I knew other French kids. Xavier was a complete maniac, and 
<laughs> and it was it was it was an international school, kindergarten through twelve. Wow. Right. Wow. What an experience that must have been. Jeez. Man, that's horrible. Monkey killer, you're like an onion. Every day you call in is a different layer, we figured. Yeah. All right, brother. Be well. Yes, sir. You guys have a good one. You got yeah. it. George on line one, what's happening? Hi, good afternoon. Love the show. Thank Thanks, you, George. sir. What's up? Uh, listen, uh, my uncle shot a guy when I was 15 years old that broke into his home. He, uh, really? he broke into the house, and uh, my uncle was asleep in the bedroom with his wife, uh, my aunt Blanche, and uh, he got up and he had a 30 out six and shot the guy right in the, right in the house. And uh, police came and said it was a legitimate shooting. He was in the house uh, trying to rob him. So, uh, Did he kill he him? He got yeah, yeah, oh yeah, thirty out six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told him the bullet went through him like the size of a quarter, came out of his back. I guess the size of uh, a silver dollar. Yeah, and, uh, you know. But I mean, I remember at fifteen years old, my father was the mayor of the city, and uh, that didn't help him. My uncle went to jail, and then they they released him because they said it was a legitimate shooting. Wow. Uh, came into the house and uh, just came in the door and and. Uh, was walking around in the house, and my uncle said, "I told uh, I told uh, Aunt Blanche to stay stay on the side of the bed and don't follow me out there because I don't want to look for two of you." Mm. And uh, shot him right there, right on the spot. So, wow! Yeah. And, and he got away with it. So I mean, it was a legitimate shooting because he said the right. guy was in the house and they broke God, in the that's house. That's it. I think, that... I think that should be a law. You know, once he's in your house, he's invading right. your private. Yeah. Thanks, George. Yeah, no, it's interesting. You know, it's wow. it's it's funny. We sit here and we joke about it. if that guy comes to my house, I pull, you know, I kill. It takes a it takes balls to pull the trigger. I, then I just, you have to live with it the rest of your life. I mean, it you know, right. it doesn't just end there for the rest of your life. You know, you have to. I mean, I understand it's mm -hmm. a bad person who meant your you harm or your family harm or whatever. So right. I don't know if the remorse is, but you still have that memory. You still have to live knowing that you took another person's life that's kind of yeah i mean i think i can get i think i can get over that knowing what the reality of the situation as long as i didn't just do it all willy-nilly and whatnot just go up and pop somebody innocent or whatever it is but if i felt threatened i think mm -hmm. i can get over that but it doesn't mean you i like i've i think i've told the story on the air probably when i went hunting and i finally i had my first deer in the crosshairs of the scope i started shaking like crazy mm. Shaking yes. like crazy. And then by the time I pulled the trigger, I screwed up so bad that the barrel of the rifle was pointing to the sky. <laughs> like, I couldn't, like, yeah. I mean, that's how much I was shaking, and that's a deer. Right. So you can imagine someone with their first time pointing uh, yeah. a gun at a human. And your adrenaline's running, and you're scared. Uh, that's and it's, what it is. I mean, it's right. just nuts. I can't, I don't, who wants to well, ever? That's, that's why a lot of the times if they tell you if you're going to have a firearm for the house, make it a shotgun. Because you don't have, and Bill Burr does a really funny bit about this, but it's true. Um, you know, chances are with a handgun, you're shaking your adrenaline, you're going to miss. With a shotgun, you just have to point in the general direction. Close enough, yeah. And you're going to do some mm. damage, you know. And he, he does a f really funny bit about going into a gun store in Reno and saying he wants to buy a gun to protect the house. And he goes, it's, you know what, just, just go on YouTube and put in Bill Burr. Gun store, read whatever it is. It's a really funny, really <laughs> funny bit. Roger and GP on 1025. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.